Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Talk radio for Catholic life. Welcome to our fall pledge drive. Join the family. Well, hello. I want to start out by thanking you. Um, you know, the generosity to people always amazes me. And I, I really, you know, I'm not just being nice when I say, oh, thank you, thank you. No, I'm I'm really grateful because I said, I said that you guys are really my teachers. And, you know, if I didn't do this, answer these questions, most of which have never occurred to me, I, I would, my brain would be a little like bacon fat in a really cold refrigerator. I mean, is that a good simile? I don't know. We better pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. May the souls of the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, happy, and I mean that, happy All Souls Day, because... Uh, I, I said uh, somewhere or other, you know, there are all these people who say, we shouldn't be celebrating Halloween, it's demonic. I don't believe that. Um, uh, as I said, I think I said it yesterday, that, that we're, we're talking to, I was talking to my classmate, Father Brank, and he said, no, we're we're mocking all that. And and if you celebrate uh, the, the, the Halloween in the context of uh, of Halloween, All Saints Day and All Souls Day, you know, you go to Mass on on All Saints Day, you go to Mass on All Souls Day, it really is reminding kids that, that even death isn't to be afraid of. Now, I don't approve of adult Halloween parties. I really don't. To have a nice party for the kids and maybe their parents come over and you sit upstairs drinking coffee, that's fine. But it's, it's, this has become a feast of the immature. And it's really, it's really uh, an involvement of children in, in that. So it's just, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I just think that sometimes uh, we, we become so preoccupied with it and, and we, need to, that we need to remember that forbidden fruit is sweetest. And what we forbid to children when it's not necessary to forbid it. There's some things that you've got to forbid, but when it's not necessary to forbid, uh, it makes it just too intriguing. And I, I really do believe you shouldn't lie to children. You, you, you know, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny. Well, we got Saint Nicholas and we got Jesus. Um, you know, we have we have the truth. Ah, but I digress. I'd like to go to the readings, though. That's probably well. That's what I'm here for. All right. This first book, uh, first reading rather. I love this reading. It is from the Book of Wisdom. And just so you know what the Book of Wisdom is, it's a Jewish work that was probably written originally in Greek. Um, and it was probably composed in Alexandria, Egypt, which was a huge Greek city. Alexandria is on the northern coast of uh, Egypt, and it was founded by, by Alexandria. Um, it became, uh, it was kind of like the New York of the ancient world. You know, Rome was the capital, but Alexandria was where, where the art was and the, you know, if, uh, anybody was anybody. It was the capital of the Greek world. And Alexander was fascinating because uh, non-Greeks were not allowed to live in a certain part of the city. You had three kinds of people. You had, well, actually, four kinds of people. <clears throat> you had the Greek quarter, which you had to be of pure Greek ancestry. Macedonian counting as Greek. Uh, remember, this was founded by Alexander the Great, uh, the son of Philip of Macedon. So, but the Macedonians considered themselves Greek, whereas the other Greeks often didn't. But that's for another day. Alexander founded, along with maybe 20-plus other Alexandrias, he liked naming places after himself, but this is the one that got famous. And it was a city about 500,000, and there was a section, as I said, that was uh, you could only live there if you were Greek. Then there was a section, uh, uh, of course, your slaves could live there if they weren't Greek, but that's also for another day. But then there was a section in which there was a mixed population, and Egyptians, people who were descended from the ancient Egyptians, were not allowed to live in the city at one point. Then there was a Jewish section, 
And there was, Jews were famous, uh, Alexandrian Jews were famous, believe it or not, as military mercenaries. They were famous as soldiers. I, I, I don't understand how this happened because, of course, if they were observant, they didn't do anything on Sabbath. But they, they, were, they were considered uh, uh, good mercenary soldiers. And there was a thriving Jewish community of thousands and thousands of people. I think a quarter of the city might actually have been Jewish. And this is, uh, Judaism was separating at the time. There was uh, that center of Judaism since the first, the first destruction of the temple in 600 BC, give or take, 580, um, that was Babylon. And then there was the section that was Greek speaking. So Hebrew was no longer spoken. Uh, at the time of Christ as a, as a common language. It was used liturgically and, and in scholarship. But uh, east of the Jordan River, Aramaic, which was a Semitic language closely related to Hebrew, was the language. And it was the language of country people, uh, unsophisticated people in the Holy Land. West of there, Greek was the language. Um, and uh, St. Paul was a Greek speaker, and this is why St. Paul went west. He didn't go east. St. Thomas went east. Uh, uh, others of the disciples went east, but St. Paul went west and established uh, the faith in the Mediterranean world, especially the Greek-speaking world. Uh, so that's the context. So wisdom was written in Alexandria, uh, and it, it, it did, apparently didn't have an original in Hebrew. I don't think any, any bits or pieces of it has found, uh, um, have been found in Hebrew. But uh, it was considered in the second century uh, by Melodosardus, it was considered scripture. Uh, it was considered scripture by St. Augustine, 397. And uh, it was considered uh, scripture by Innocent I, 405. And St. Athanasius, uh, along with three other books, said, well, it isn't canonical, but the fathers of the church said that, that you, sh they, you should be read. So by the time the, the the Book of Wisdom was listed as canonical scripture by the Council of Rome, 382 A.D., the Synod of Hippo, 393, the Council of Car Carthage, 390 C, uh, 397 A.D., uh, the Second Council of Carthage, 419, uh, and then definitively by the Council of Florence in 1442. Uh, 380, 350 to, to 420 was the period in which they really started worrying about, is this book part of the canon of Scripture? Uh, uh, they didn't worry about it before then because it wasn't disputed. Uh, the church, in her wisdom, says, yes, this book is inspired by the Holy Spirit. I just thought you'd want to know that about about uh, the book of wisdom, because you're not going to find it in some Bibles. And you say, well, where is it? It's, it's the book of wisdom, and it's... Uh, it's a wonderful book. So there you go. Now, let us look at uh, the text itself. Oh, how are we doing? How, are we, how many minutes we got yet? Voice in my head till we got a boogie here. No, no, no. I want to talk about the Bible. He said, we can go right now. I don't want to go right now. How many minutes? <laughs> oh, two or three. Oh, I'm going to have to come back with then. Uh, you know, that, that uh, this idea of... Uh, uh, the souls of the just are in the hand of God. No torment shall touch them. They seemed in view of the foolish to be dead. They are in peace. For if before men indeed they be punished, yet is their hope full of immortality. This is important because it says that Jews at the time of Christ believed in the survival of the soul. And as gold in the furnace, he proved them. Uh, what does that mean? You know, I'm sure you've heard this. Every preacher uses it. But I actually saw it happen once. Gold or silver, big, lumpy, dirty rocks. Uh, the goldsmith crushes them up. I've seen this done. I think I, think I saw it on the, uh, the Ponte Vecchio in Florence. Uh, or it was either the, that or the Rialto in Venice years ago when I was a student with a pack on my back. And I didn't know I saw it with silver in Jerusalem. What you do is you crush up the ore. Then you pour it into a crucible of, of, of metal that has a very high melting point. And then you crank up a fire. Uh, usually it's a, a gas fire uh, beneath it. At least now it is. 
And every once in a while, the silversmith, the goldsmith, or his apprentice will come and look in it. And they keep coming and looking. And what happens is all of the carbon, all the, the rocks seem to sink or something. I don't know what happens, but the carbon burns off. And you're left with what is, in effect, a mirror. Uh, the gold doesn't bubble or boil. The silver doesn't bubble or boil, but it becomes perfectly flat. And when the goldsmith can see his reflection in it, it's done. If it's not done, he just turns up the heat. So it is with us. God is looking to see the image of his son, his image. The father's image is the son. He's looking to see the son in us. And if he doesn't see that image, <laughs> sometimes he turns up the heat. Uh, God tried them in the furnace. He proved them as gold in the furnace. Uh, I, I think that's a really cool thing that uh, God's looking to see his image in us. And if he doesn't see it, well... Sometimes he has to turn up the heat. Isn't that true? All right, we're going to go listen to Father Rocky, who's certainly more coherent than I am, but we will be right back. How does your desk look these days? Could it use a little tidying up? A lot of tidying up? Hi, this is Father Rocky from the Family Rosary Across America. And our thank you gift today at the $50 a month giving level is an elegant Holy Family of Nazareth table organizer. It's a perfect place to put important papers or mail. Are you able to support the mission of Relevant Radio at the $50 a month level? It's a tax-deductible donation, and we have matching funds this hour. They say a creative mind is rarely tidy. If that describes you or someone you know, then this is a perfect gift. It's yours for a donation of $50 a month to Relevant Radio. Give online now at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app or join the family at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. And you know what? This table organizer would also be great on the dining room table with napkins in it or on the picnic table with napkins and paper plates to keep them from blowing away. And it is yours well, when you give you us a call. Coming up with all kinds of uses. Yeah, I know. I'm creative. That's why I need one, because Father Rocky talked about that creative mind. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. definitely me. <laughs> Got a mess to Rele clean up, don't, do you? Exactly. Relevantradio.com or on your smartphone with your app on your smartphone or your tablet. Or by calling 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. And we have a pretty big goal this hour. We need to see, what was that number? 200? 200. Let's do it, Father people. Simon listeners. 200 people who will call in and help support Father Simon during this hour. And of course, remember when you make your gift online at relevantradio.com or by using the app, you get the bonus download from Father Simon himself. It says, yes, Virginia, there is a St. Nicholas. Absolutely. Brand new recording, a brand new recording from Father Simon. And uh, yeah, you recorded this talk on St. Nicholas. It's going to give you the background, the history of St. Nicholas, but uh, he'll also give you the background on how St. Nicholas became associated with Christmas and how we should celebrate St. Nicholas as Catholics. That's a special download that you get exclusively when you give online to Relevant Radio at the Relevant Radio uh, website or at relevantradio.com. We want you to join the family. We have a partnership challenge hour underway, which means whatever amount you can give, it will be matched 100%. Or to put it in other words, your, your gift is going to be doubled. 10 becomes 20, 50 becomes 100, and so on. We have a $2.7 million need to wipe out by the end of the week. So we really do need to take some, uh, some big steps right now. Maybe you can come in, uh, at a higher dollar amount, 5000 or $10,000. We do have some folks out there who do give those gifts every single pledge drive. If you can help us out with one of those higher dollar amounts, we could sure use that right now. Join the family, 877-291-0123, or give on the app or at relevantradio.com. I will let someone in on a little, everyone in on a little secret here. What we do is we figure out the average gift to determine how many people we need to call in each and every hour to make our, our call goal for that hour. So we are looking at needing 200 people this hour that'll put us close to our goal. You know, you could help us out a lot if you could, uh, if you could make that larger gift at five or ten thousand dollars would make a difference in us reaching that goal that much faster at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or by calling 877 
877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Come on and join the family. trouble someday set me free that's why I'll never, I'll never this is great music it really is it's not unlike chant in certain in certain ways that's just me but um oh my beautiful just beautiful all right, let us go to, well, we're going to go back to the readings. I want to finish the readings. You know, I got a call. Um, was it a call? I think it was a call last week. Someone called in, a Catholic, who uh, a friend said, how come you have the, you Catholics have the body on the cross that Jesus rose from the dead? Well, I pointed out that, that Jesus carried the cross with him in his resurrection. He had the holes in his hands and feet and the wound in his side. Didn't have the crown of thorns. Didn't have the scourge marks as far as we know, but he did have the holes in his hands and the, the wound in his side. He, in that sense, he carried the cross with him in his resurrection. And we read in today's uh, second reading, uh, at least the one that's on the USCCB site, we read, uh, are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? You know, why, why is there suffering? Uh, well, I've shared with you a thousand times that if I have to love you, then I can't love you. If I'm forced to love you, then it isn't love. And, you know, I, 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 have, I tell that story about the Hollywood starlet who marrying the, the drooling 90 year old billionaire and says something stupid. Like if he were the poorest man in the world, I'd still love him. Well, she couldn't love him. She was so poor and he was so rich. And she wanted so much, and he had so much. So she might have convinced herself that she loved him, but um, I suppose it's possible, but it is doubtful. Well, why is there suffering in the world? Because in this world, suffering is the price of love. Uh, you know, if, if I didn't love you, your sorrows would be no suffering to me. It's like, oh, fine. You know, I, I've heard that when people have a conversion, when they experience the Holy Spirit for the first time. I actually remember a friend called me and said, uh, you know, he'd been prayed over at a prayer meeting and had experienced God for the first time as a living being instead of just a concept. And he said, I don't know that I, I, I should have been prayed for. I don't know that I, I should have given my life to Christ. I said, why? I said, it used to be I could just walk past a bum on a street. Now I can't. You see what I mean? If I didn't love you, your pain would cause me no suffering. We indeed were buried with him through baptism into his death. When we give our life to Christ, we're saying, for good or for ill, as we do in marriage. You know, if this is suffering, I will suffer for you and for those you love, Lord. Suffering is about love. In the world to come the suffering will be done and but the love will not be but in this world suffering is the price of love if i didn't love you there's no suffering that i can imagine like suffering for one of your children you know how many of you who have children would have said uh lord take me instead i wish it was me in that hospital bed you know suffering is the price of love and our blessed mother stood at the foot of the cross and I'm sure Jesus looked at her from the cross and, and realized the, the sorrows that he had caused his mother. And she loved him to the end as he loved us to the end. So just thinking about that. Well, we're going to, we're going to take another, another, uh, what did we, I should look at the little, the little, no, not yet, not yet. Uh, you can call in though at 888 uh, let's see here. I want to go to the gospel. Oh, I know. I want to go to the psalm. This 
always upsets people. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures, that means green. Verde is is the very, uh, uh, what is it in Latin? I can't, I think, I don't think of it in Spanish. Verde, it means green. And, and the Latin root is verde, I think it's verdus. Um, in green pastures, he gives me repose. Beside restful waters, he leads me. I have heard it said that sheep will not drink out of water that is very disturbed. It has to be kind of still. You know, if there's a storm and on the lake and the waves are, you know, white capping and all that sort of thing, the sheep won't drink from that. They have to have kind of calm waters. Sheep are skittish, which is, of course, why we're called sheep. We're kind of dumb and skittish. And speaking of dumb, uh, the next verse, he guides me in right paths for his name's sake. What do you mean for his name's sake? He's not doing it for me. No, he's doing it for his name's sake. Well, because God is love. <laughs> and it, it, it flows from his nature to guide me in right paths. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil. You, my, for you are at my side with your rod and staff that give me courage. Hmm. Well, well, how does his rod and staff give me courage? Now, this is the part that upsets people. I actually have gotten unhappy letters about this but i actually saw it i remember i was in jerusalem in 1973 got got caught there in the um um in the yom kippur war which was i saw one plane go over jerusalem that was it um um well i was on my the the night before the war broke out i was on my way down to uh the the uh, i think church of the holy sepulcher and i was being guided by some old uh professor and uh this this uh, uh kid uh, here from behind me yalla 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 or something like that and uh, <clears throat> uh there's this kid on a donkey that might as well have been running i mean out of control and he is whapping this donkey on the on the head with a small staff and uh you know the old streets of Jerusalem now they have these little tractors but you can't fit a car down most of them and you, you you're not allowed to but they would actually use donkeys to haul stuff uh, back in the old days and well this kid's whapping this donkey on the side of the head with this this small staff this small rod and uh I said that's just cruel he said oh the president no it's not that donkey will get a head of steam up and run right into a wall and break his head open the the rod that you see him hitting with that's the steering device now I'm not recommending that <laughs> please believe me I'm not recommending that but but when you hear your rod and your staff give me courage well the staff you know the shepherd's staff has the crook on it that's to to get that thing around the sheep's neck and say, come here, sheep. Sheep are not that smart. They will get into trouble with a little effort, without a little effort. They just do. And the job of the shepherd is to pluck them out of difficulty. Your rod and your staff uh, give me courage. Well, that also means it, it, they console me. So when difficult things happen to us, we should say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> you know, that uh, uh, it means to... to uh, to, to be consoled. It's what happens when a time of mourning is ended. Your rod and your staff. You know, I'm not going in there. Well, whap. And you do. You go through it. And then the rod and staff. They've encouraged me. They've consoled me. So the discipline of the Lord, which I, of which I am not fond, the discipline of the Lord, his rod and his staff. Well, in the long run, they are comfort. All right. Uh, let's see here. I have my chart. Where's my chart? Um, I think, are we going to, um, oh, 45 seconds. Well, I think I could actually say more stuff than 45. I've got a little chart here, but you know, you think that would help. It doesn't do much good. Uh, um, let's see here. Uh, well, I hear music in my head, so we'll go to the pitch break. Um, but uh, I, that line, I fear no evil, for you are with me. In this spooky time of year, you don't even have to fear evil because the Lord is with us. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Always remember that when the devil goes boogie, boogie, boogie. Here we go. Join the family at Relevant Radio at 877 Zero one two three. What did the Colonel of Truth say uh, the other day that, that Father Simon's show is is untainted by professionalism? 
877-291-0123. I love that line. That's outstanding. We love Father Simon. He, uh, he does a great job every day. And we want you to support Father Simon right now. We're looking for 200 gifts this hour to come in, uh, either on the phone or, uh, better yet, at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. 200 gifts this hour to help Relevant Radio. And you can do so if you join the family. Kelly, in a brand new donor from Fiddletown, California, she gave a dollar a day. Michael in Willow Grove, uh, $500, becoming $1,000. And uh, also leave your prayer intention like they did. They both are praying for our country to get back on track. And that made me think when I saw their prayer intentions, uh, I don't know if you heard this last night, Mary, young Elizabeth, 10 years old, called the Family Rosary Across America. And her prayer intention was for people to come to their senses. So that's, <laughs> that, that's how she said it, uh, praying for our country. So you, uh, uh, we need to keep relevant radio on the air for, uh, for all the Elizabeths out there that are, that are coming up and uh, that generation coming up. So give us a call right now. Support Relevant Radio. Support Father Simon Says on the app at RelevantRadio.com or 877-291-0123. We are making a slight dent in our need of people calling in this hour. You know, our need is 2.7 by the end of the by the end of the week, and we haven't hit the 20% mark yet. So we need to hustle and get this done, and we will do it with your help. Looks like so far we have had... A few. We still need, well, this is what we need. We need 168 people who can still reach out during this next 32 minutes. Show some love to Father Simon. Let him know how much you appreciate his efforts each and every day here on Relevant Radio by making that call at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Thank you for that phone call. Or better yet, visit the website, relevantradio.com, or use the app on your smartphone or tablet. Every single gift is greatly appreciated, but if you can come in at that $50 a month or $600 one-time gift. We have a fabulous thank you gift for you. Yeah, we sure do. It's a brand new MP3 uh, download called Yes, Virginia, There Is a St. Nicholas. And that is by our very own Father Simon. Father Richard Simon uh, gives you the background, the history of St. Nicholas, but also will teach you, uh, you know, give you the background on how St. Nicholas became associated with Christmas. Give now online or on the app and that free download is yours relevantradio.com or the relevant radio app join the family right now here at relevant radio a partnership challenge hour a 100 match powered by you by you listener supported welcome back to our join the family fall pledge drive on relevant radio hello i i think it's time we talked once again briefly about mass hysteria Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Walk on, walk on with hope in your heart and you'll never walk alone. (laughs) I actually heard this song. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high. I actually heard it played at Mass. That would have been in the early 70s or late 60s. And, oh, for this we gave up Gregorian chant. All right. I, I really want to talk about um, uh, a letter I got, a really good letter from Don uh, uh, about the physical layout of the church. I got this a while ago. For centuries, the basic layout of church buildings was pretty much the same. During the era of spaceships from the planet Ugly, he's quoting someone there, the arrangements seemed kind of random. I was reminded, oh, the voice might just had like call them Pizza Hut churches. Oh, they really do look Pizza Hutty. I was reminded of how when technology is new, it comes in some odd forms and a plateau is reached when it settles into a basic shape. Uh, that, that, um, spaceships from the planet Ugly churches or as my the voice from I would say uh, uh pizza hut churches it gave the sense that church buildings were just invented you know again uh i i've shared with you about fainting goat syndrome that there's this kind of goat that will faint and it's kind of fun to own one you can amuse your friends and neighbors by making the goat faint by saying boo but the goat gets used to boo so then you have to blow off a firecracker the goat gets used to that pretty soon you're you're blowing off small explosives to get the goat to faint and uh, uh that's i call that fainting goat syndrome art art is supposed to uplift prayer is the lifting of the heart and mind to god 
art is supposed to, real art is a kind of prayer. It lifts the heart and mind to the beautiful and ultimately to God. And in the 20th century, we decided, let's go for the fainting goats. Let's shock people. And let's put the altar like eight feet that way and sort of sideways. And this one, he's talking about, uh, I saw a tabernacle in a closet at the far side of the vestibule. I remember good old Bishop Abramovich, who, who quoted the scriptures when he came in looking for the tabernacle in a church so he could genuflect. And he said, they have taken my Lord and I do not know where they have put him, quoting Mary Magdalene at the resurrection. Uh, you know, that, that it was like, where's Waldo? Where's the blessed sacrament? It's fascinating because symmetry is at the heart of beauty. You have in, in painting, you have what's called a vanishing point, and the entire painting is geared around that when you paint with perspective. There's always a point that's the heart of, of a painting, even in, in uh, uh, medieval art. And it's so funny because, well, we'll put the tabernacle off to that side because we don't want to emphasize the sacrament over the word, and we'll put the altar here, and you know, the, the, all these kind of ridiculous theories but then when we would have like uh, there was something called a bible throne that you'd put on on the presidential chain you put the bible on it it was always in the middle when something was important it was always in the middle and they were kidding themselves when they moved the tabernacle to the side to re-emphasize or we don't want to be bound by symmetry human beings are bound by symmetry as an essential for beauty so I just thought I'd say that. But, um, you know, spacious and the planet ugly. The, the churches were designed to be uh, to lift our eyes to heaven. Those Gothic churches that lift our eyes up and and uh, the, the, the stained glass windows which tell the story of salvation uh, as compared to stained glass windows that are just there to look religious. Uh, all of these things had meaning and symbolism. And we decided to invent new symbolism, and you can't invent, invent new symbolism. Symbolism is a language spoken by the human being in his very marrow. All right, with that said, the, we're going to go to some letters, but we'll open the phones at 888-914-9149. 888-914-9149. I got a question about... about um, uh, I was listening to, uh, to a you, this is from, uh, uh, Alice in Fresno. I was listening to a YouTube sermon by Rabbi Elliot Cosgrove, pastor of Park Avenue Synagogue, uh, also home to the magnificent cantor Ari Ozzy Schwartz. <laughs> well, he, well, it's true. This particular sermon was to introduce a requiem for Jews. He mentioned that there are almost no requiems in Judaism. Most were Christian. Then he mentioned something about Christian concepts of judgment. I got to wondering, did Jesus reject the teachings of his fellow Jews about death and the afterlife? Do Jews really not believe in judgment, heaven, and hell? I know they don't believe in reincarnation. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> oh, yes, the, the, the group called, uh, oh, gosh, they're, they're Hasidim, oh, or Kabbalists, Kabbalah. This is Luriac Kabbalists which my dear friend, may he rest in peace, Rabbi Lefkowitz was one. Uh, uh, and he said, don't get into Kabbalah. That's just, that's just, you shouldn't do that. It, it, look what happened to Madonna. That's what I'm quoting Rabbi Lefkowitz. So uh, he, when I asked questions about Kabbalah or Kabbalah, you can pronounce it either way. He'd say, oh, you don't want to go there. Um, but they, he said, yeah, we believe in reincarnation, but it's a problem because we believe in resurrection too. Which one of us will be resurrected? Which incarnation? Eh, we'll, the Messiah will figure it out. So uh, there are segments of, of Judaism that do believe in reincarnation. Uh, how they define it is different. I don't think most do. Rabbi Lefkowitz explained it to me this way. Modern Judaism is, or Judaism in general, is not a theological religion. It is a practice which is interesting because so many Jews nowadays who would call themselves Reformed Jews do not follow the law of Moses. And if Judaism is a practice to not follow the law of Moses is to, is to cease to be Jewish. Now, I don't know that might be. Uh, so many people look at Judaism as an ethnicity. It, it's, it's hard to define what Judaism is. The best, the best definition I have ever heard of, of the Jew is the Jews are a people, but I don't want to go there. Uh, that's for a different day. That was from Abba Ivan, who was a Jew. 
Well, this idea of Christian concepts of judgment, Pharisees believed and they still believe in judgment and the life after death. And most Jews are are Pharisees. Uh, Orthodox Jews would certainly be considered Pharisees, and it's a noble term. Remember, I've told you that Pharisees are people who guarded the identity, the, the religious and ethnic identity of the people in very difficult times, and still do. Uh, so Pharisees, which would mean modern rabbinic Jews, believe in resurrection of the dead and judgment. Uh, at the time of Christ, Sadducees did not believe. There was a variance of religion. Jesus agreed with the Pharisees that there was life after death and judgment. So it's it's uh, Jews are not sure what happens when you die, whereas we know somebody who died and came back from the dead, Jesus. And uh, uh, so he promised us life. And, well, <laughs> what goes on these days seems to uh, uh, back him up on that. But there was a variance at the time of Christ in what Jews and what people of Israel, the uh, Hebrew people, believed, uh, and there still is. So, well, with that said, I think it's a time that we went somewhere. Where are we going? What? Miracle moment. That's, oh, I always love those. We'll be right back. And we would love to hear your miracle moment when you give us a call at relevantradio.com or when you fill out when you fill up your donate now at relevantradio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet. The number is 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Still, you know what? We need a bit of a miracle right now because we still need over 100 people to call us here in the next 23 minutes. Can you help us? Actually, 18 minutes. Did my math backwards on that. In the next 18 minutes, can you help us out? It is a partnership challenge hour. Your gift will be matched dollar for dollar. Yeah, and a $2.7 million need to wipe out by the end of the week. Last time I looked, I think we we're only in the neighborhood of 18% of uh, of that need by the end of the week. So we should be 40% by the end of today. And if you are, so yes, we're far behind right now. So yes. we need your help. We need your help right now. We are looking to get another 100 people this hour, 200 in all uh, to give to Relevant Radio. Join the family right now at relevantradio.com on the app or 877 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. Zero one two three. Another thing we, we're going to need a little hand with, Mary. Uh, it's All Souls Day. Our novena started just a little while ago during uh, Mass with Father Rocky. Uh, we're praying for uh, our novena for the Holy Souls in Purgatory. Did you hear the number that Father mentioned? A relevant no, radio I didn't family. catch the number. Yeah, a relevant radio family sent in the names of three hundred and sixty-five thousand souls. That wow. is just that is amazing. So yeah, prayer warriors. Hey, we've got some heavy lifting to do on the prayer side and also on the financial side, 877-291-0123. You can join the family on the app or at relevantradio.com. And uh, Father Simon fans, don't forget, if you give online, we do have that special gift, don't we, Mary? We sure do. Father Richard Simon, the host of the Simon Says Show we're listening to right now, has recorded a talk on St. Nicholas in this recording. He's going to give you the background and history of St. Nicholas, but he will also give you the background on how St. Nicholas became associated with Christmas and how we should celebrate St. Nicholas as Catholics. And this MP3 comes in your mailbox immediately when you make your gift at relevantradio.com or by using the app on your smartphone or your tablet. Still in need of over 100 people who will join the family here in the next 16 minutes. We need you to be one of those 100 people, over 100 people here in the next 16 minutes to give us a call at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Better yet, visit the website, relevantradio.com. Well, it's all night, all day, angels are watching over me, my Lord. It's all night, all day, angels are watching over me. 
Oh, that's, I just, there's some wonderful Padre Pio angel stories. That, ah, I don't have time for today. Uh, he, he, he was always getting people to send their guardian angels to do the work. Great thing. Which you can. You can ask your guardian angel to help you out in things, and they, they will. All right. Uh, let us go to the word of the day. I think this word of the day is just fascinating. In the first reading, we read, as uh, in the time of their visitation, they shall shine and shall dart about as sparks through stubble. I don't know if you've ever seen sparks darting through stubble and, and you're trying to light a fire, it's dark out and you've got some stubble there and poof, it's just really beautiful. Looks like fireworks. At the time of their visitation, that must mean when they're visiting us. No, this is very interesting. The word visitation in Greek, remember the, the original of this book is in Greek. It's episcopi, which is interesting that that uh, the word bishop is episcopos, which means supervisor. In the time of their supervision, they shall shine. In other words, he's talking about when they are brought there. God tried them, found them worthy of himself as gold in the furnace. He proved, took them to himself. And in the time of their of their their supervision. In other words, at the time of their judgment, they shall shine and dart about as sparks through through stubble. That the, the, the author is talking about how there's certain people going to shine. Uh, um, there's there's a wonderful old uh, evangelical camp song. Uh, oh, what is it? Uh, uh, jewels in, in in his crown, precious jewels. It's a beautiful beautiful song. But you know that's what that is. That that when they are judged. That's what the visitation is. When Jesus said, same word, when Jesus said, you didn't know the time of your visitation, your episcopi, when you when the guy was supposed to evaluate you, came along to evaluate you. Well, we're going to go to phones, but remember the phone number is 888-914-9149 to call in. 888-914-9149. You want to give bucks? Oh, the phone. The phone is ringing. If you want to ring the other phone, that's 877, is it 291? 877 Two nine one zero one two three. If you wanna, if you wanna help uh, keep relevant radio going and keep helping me dispel my own ignorance, who have we got on the phone? Chris from California. Are you with us, Chris? Yes. Good. What can I do for you? So I wanted to know if um, baptized only catechumens can receive plenary indulgences. Oh, wait. Hold on. Chris, are you with me? Are you there? Yes. Yes, I'm good. Uh, Repeat your question one more time, if you'd be so kind. Can baptized only catechumens receive plenary indulgences? I should. mm, I should. Ooh, baptized only catechumens. You know, I, I'm not sure about that because uh, the usual conditions are that you go to confession uh, within two weeks, um, which a, a baptized or a, a baptized catechumen can go to confession. That's not a problem. Uh, so I would say yes. Uh, if if you uh, talk to the priest who's preparing you and say you would like to go to confession, uh, which is very very normal for catechumens to do. Uh, so if you're baptized and you go to confess, oh, except you have to go to Mass and receive Holy Communion, which you can't until you're in the church. You know, I, I if anybody has wisdom about this, uh, I would say uh, I would love to know. But I would think that, that under special circumstances, uh, the answer would be yes, uh, because of the unique circumstance. Of course, that's known to God alone. But uh, I, I don't have an exact answer for you. I, what I would do is I would uh, I would uh, try to get the plenary indulgence and uh, fulfill whatever conditions you can. Uh, uh, then uh, um, kind of retroactively fulfill them because we have a saying in moral theology: no one gives what they have not got. So in other words, uh, you cannot give offer that Holy Communion for them because you don't have it, but at some point you will. And my suspicion is that the Lord who sees all things and for whom all things, I always say, for God all moments are now, uh, uh, that if you can't fulfill a a condition, the Lord knows that, and then you can fulfill those conditions 
as much as possible now and then finish them when you can. I, I would, I would do it. So that, I don't know if that helps. It's not a very authoritative thing to say, but I hope it helps. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, yeah. And you know, God is good. There's nobody who wants to, to save you or save people you love more urgently than God does. And I love what C.S. Lewis does in the screw tape letters. He has the devil call God a sophist who will save anyone on the flimsiest of, on the flimsiest of pretexts. Thank heaven that he does. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. I'll be praying for you as you prepare to enter the church. God bless you. Who we got now, dear voice in my head? Dave from Chicago, are you with us? I am. Hello, Father. How are you? Hi. Pretty good. What can I do for you? Well, I have a question. Um, so I think you, I've heard a lot that, you know, God has a plan for your life. And I think yes. most people say that as a comfort, um, mm -hmm. something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. well, we've had a, a couple of personal tragedies in mm -hmm. our life, and one, two of them that, that particularly impact my uh, younger son. Oh. And so I guess what I would, my question is, do, is it an article of faith? In other words, do, do we have to believe as Catholics that God has a particular plan for our life and that the events of our life are planned out, so to speak, by God? We do believe that God has a plan for our life. It's called a vocation, a calling. But we do not believe in fate we believe in destiny. We don't believe in fate, uh, that, that we are free to resist God's plan and that the devil can, can resist God's plan. And when people say, well, this was God's will, I was looking to say, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. The tragic death of someone is not God's will. It was, the scripture says, uh, in, in the wisdom of Ben Sirach, it says, uh, that through the envy of the devil, death entered the world. Death is not God's plan, eh? Uh, so, so this idea of fatality, that this was God's plan. No, God has, God has a destiny for us, but we are free to resist God's plan, and, uh, the devil does his best to derail that that plan of God. That's the hard thing about Christianity. We have a humble God. You know, that, that, that God, when he appeared among us, allowed people to tie him down and nail his hands to a cross. And, and that was not God's plan A. <laughs> God's plan A was that Adam and Eve should love him and obey him and shouldn't sin. So, no, when people say, well, God has a plan. Yes, he does. And he, when we try to derail his plan or the weakness of humanity to try to derail his plan, you know, sin, which pervades the, the world, when, when that tries to derail his plan, God, God, does a flanking movement <laughs> and uh, uh, he will accomplish his will if we cooperate with his will. But, uh, you know, that idea of fate, we don't believe in fate. We believe in destiny. We believe in freedom and free will. Does that help? It does. Thank you so much. God bless you. And thanks so much for listening. So uh, I hear music in my head. Oh, it's oh, it's it's uh, it's it's uh, that's the call center coming up, isn't it? Oh, thank goodness! I thought I was, I thought I was delusional. I'm just kidding. I know I'm delusional. All right. That said, again, I want to thank you so much for all your kindness and for for listening to me and putting up with some really bad jokes. Thank you, Father Simon. Eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. Neil Robbins and Mary Graham taking the last couple of minutes of Father Simon Says asking you to join the family here at Relevant Radio. Only 53 more people to step forward right now. Can you be one of those 53 from Maui to Maine to step forward, support Father Simon Says, and join the family here at Relevant Radio? Great time to give. It's a 100% dollar for dollar match. So give right now, 877 291 0123 or Mary Graham online at relevantradio.com or on the relevant radio app. And the best thing is, is when you give your gift online, we have 
some extra special bonuses for you. Not only is it faster than calling, super easy, extremely secure, but you will also get the download from Father Richard Simon on Virginia. It says, yes, Virginia, there is a St. Nicholas. And in there, you're going to find a little bit of truths and nuggets about St. Nicholas and how he how he came into be, you know, known as Santa Claus by some. So tune in and listen. Make sure you make that gift at relevantradio.com or on the app from your smartphone or your tablet. Use that app and you will get that download immediately. And every single gift that comes in here for the next five minutes will be matched dollar for dollar. It is a partnership challenge hour. We are, it looks like we're still a little bit short of what our overall needs are for this hour. So if you're in a position, you can make that special gift of $2,000, even $5,000. We need to hear from you if we're going to make our goal for this hour, 877-291-0123. Some great comments coming in. Uh, Mary Valentino from Bakersfield, California said, uh, during this fall pledge drive, I just wanted to say thank you for all of the relevant radio does for us. Uh, thank you to the anchor programs like Drew and Patrick, Father Rocky. He says, my favorite, Father Simon. And I also want to thank you for the new voices of faith on relevant radio, Kale Clark and uh, Timory. Valentino, thank you so much for your call and for your gift. And uh, thank you if you've given to Relevant Radio. If you haven't, we need to hear from you right now. A dollar for dollar match. Time is ticking away down to 34. 34 more people to step forward somewhere, wherever you are between Maui and Maine. We need to hear from you. We have a dollar for dollar match. Take advantage of it. 877-291-0123. Give online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. And we have some great thank you gifts available for you when you visit our website, relevantradio.com, or use the app on your tablet or smartphone. You can see what they are. Something that's been very popular today is this table organizer. It is absolutely beautiful. It helps keep your space neat and tidy, whether you're using it at your desk. I love the idea of taking it and putting your cubicle at work. It's good. It's a good conversation starter. It's got a great little mm-hmm. prayer in here. It says, grant that we may always have God at the center of our hearts and home until we are all at peace in our true home with you. Amen. And it's got a beautiful picture of the Holy Family on it. Great conversation starter that will be perfect in your cubicle or on your table for napkins. It's great for organizing whatever needs to be organized in your life. And we'll send you that for your special gift of $600 or $50 a month. Visit RelevantRadio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet, or you can call 877-291-0123. People checking in from all over the country, including Norman in La Crosse, Wisconsin, a $250 gift becoming 500 Thank you, Norman. And uh, boy, what a beautiful part of the country this time of year is that uh, Mississippi River Valley. Susan in, let's see, Fairhope, Alabama, a $500 gift becoming 1000 A new donor, Victoria, $250 becoming 500 Victoria from St. Louis. Thank you so much for your generosity and uh, keep the phones ringing. Keep keep those pledges coming in to relevantradio.com and the Relevant Radio app. I think we are down to needing only 27 mo- more gifts, 27 more people before the end of the hour to uh, join the family. Get your donation doubled right now. Give to Relevant Radio, 877-291-0123, online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. We, we want to make this one of the best hours of the day so far today. We can do it with your help. Still got about a minute left to get your gift in at RelevantRadio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet or call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Let Father Simon know how much you appreciate him joining you each and every day. Come on, join the family at RelevantRadio.com.